Blog Talk Radio. All right, welcome in to another CTH podcast where we talk Astros baseball while we're watching the Rockets hopefully kick the Timberwolves butt. Go so, Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets are up 3-1 in the series and they are now tied 4-14 with five minutes in the first quarter. And we're talking off air, and you're you said that you're hoping that they have another third quarter like that. Or at least, and I'm like, no, yeah. that's that's a once in a lifetime thing. Oh, I didn't even finish. Like uh, my my original thought was, okay, sometimes what I think and what I actually say don't correlate well. But it's like I hope they have the same intensity in that third quarter that they need to have tonight. Just close the series out, rest some guys up, and get uh, and don't basically don't don't screw this up. Right. Yeah. Th- the Timberwolves just uh they shouldn't they shouldn't be putting up such a fight and the Rockets maybe they had to lose that one game to kind of be like oh crap we need to kind of sh- ship up or we're going to be shipped out and, oh look we're mortal <laughs> and that's what the, I think happened to the Astros last year in August um they mm-hmm. they had a, like a hard do- dose of reality mm-hmm. when they started losing games and they're like oh crap what are we going to do oh let's go get Justin Verlander at the last second Oh, Touching. yeah. So uh, anyway, you're listening to the CTH podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric underscore CTH. And you can find the CTH podcast at CTH underscore podcast. I believe so. Yes. Yes. So who are you? I'm, my name is Cody. And you can find me at Cody underscore CTH. I have good opinions and bad opinions. Oh, well, let's, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, enter at your own risk. But anyway, but yeah, it was uh, it was quite wonderful to see the Astros actually win a game today after you know dropping the first two of the series against the Angels. You know, kind of a key that first game I think was a little bit of fluke. Uh, Skaggs was just making him look like he was Clayton Kershaw out there, mm-hmm. and or Chris Sale, and he just the Astros sometimes it's not the Chris Sales or the Kershaws they struggle with. It's mm-hmm. the it's the like no name. I know he's a he's got a name and he's. People know who Tyler Skaggs is, but uh, he—he's just the type of lefty that the Astros just struggle with. And uh, you could pull up his career record versus Houston, but I guarantee he's probably pitched pretty well against us. But who cares? Uh, at yesterday's game, I did say to my friend, "I hope the uh, Angels aren't becoming the 2015 Rangers for the Astros, where they are mm-hmm. Kryptonite." No, well, no, 2016. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The, well, 2015, 2016, kind of, kind of ran yeah. together. But yeah, but mostly in 2016 uh, when yeah. we lost all those games to Rangers. But yeah. now, I want to say uh, sorry to Rangers fans. You lost again another player in Adrian Beltre, and I know Adore is out. Y'all lost Andrews and. Uh, the list goes on and on, and that's why it's so much better to be an Astros fan. So if you'd like to become an Astros fan, we are accepting applications at uh, Climbing Hill, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you can send the paycheck to at Eric Heisman, and I'll, I'll go take all the money. And Say what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, the, the Astros game two, that felt like, uh, game five of the World Series for a while there. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean not the same intensity, yeah. but the going back and forth. Yeah. We take the lead, then they take the lead back. The punch, and, in the, groin, the punch in the groin numerous times. Yeah, so what did... Uh, I I didn't really look because I was... I didn't want to look, but what did uh, Smith end up doing? 
Oh, yes. Oh, good old Joe Smith. Good old Joe Smith. Four runs. Three hits and four runs in like one inning. It was um, it was, it was lovely. It was lovely. He did have two strikeouts. That's a, a positive. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, it's like he only threw, mm, let's see what we got. He only threw 19 pitches. 13 were strikes if you're looking at the silver linings. But yes, he gave up four runs. Uh, one home run. Um, yeah, it was not exactly a good Joe Smith day. I'm not exactly impressed so far. And I know it's early in the season, yada, yada. But I just don't – he just hasn't impressed me. I know he had a great year last year – okay year last year. Mm-hmm. But he just – I don't know. He just – the way he throws, I know it's supposed to be his thing, but it just – it doesn't seem to be working this year. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. And let's be honest, he's not really known as a shutdown reliever type of guy. Um, yeah, he did have a uh, – so he split – he's been with quite a few teams lately. So if you go back all the way to 20 oh, – oh, yeah, he's been – whoa, he has been with a lot of teams. Um, if you go back he's to like- – Valbuena. Yeah, he's like Valbuena. Uh, if you go back to 2015, he was with the Angels, surprisingly. Um, he He's a guy that will have a mid-three ERA. He did have one exception uh, with about 16 games with the Cubs in 2016, where he had like a two-and-a-half ERA, 16 appearances. But like last year, 333 ERA and 59 appearances. He's historically been a solid pitcher, but of course – Relief pitchers kind of have a not uh, especially even if it's a, if a really good one, uh, see kind of a off season or two. Uh, re- relievers are kind of like there's a lot of variance with them from year to year. It's kind of hard to kind of Doctor pin- Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Exactly, exactly. That's what we've seen with Tony Sipp. Mm-hmm. and um, this year. Oh, by the way, Brad Peacock pitched. Uh, I think he pitched well, right? Or mm-hmm. he at least pitched well in that. Few innings. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yesterday he pitched two innings. Uh, had two strikeouts, zero hits. Yeah, yeah. He looked he looked quite good. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm not, I was expecting six strikeouts though, but I, I uh, guess I'll take two. Uh, two. Two's fine. Two's fine. Two innings work. Harris is looking great. Yeah. Giles. Uh, and I don't know if uh, people are talking about this, but I know it was uh, a close game. Uh, the night before on uh, what was a Tuesday night mm-hmm. uh, when Otani pitched. Yeah. They did bring him in trailing by one in the eighth inning or ninth inning, whatever it was. And uh, so he did pitch well in that game. Uh, I think it was, it was the ninth inning. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was kind of setting him up for today. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm in and got the save. And so, I mean, I didn't get to watch a lot of the game. I did hear about the Homer and I did see the, um, the jet, the gif of, um, or just the, of what they did to him in the the dugout, where they, um, uh, I think Reddick gave him a high five or something, and then Bregman totally ignored him, mm-hmm. and then uh, Bregman, no, sorry, uh, Verlander and him kind of did a fist pump or something, yeah, and then everybody else ignored him, and so he's like, okay, I'll, I'll have fun, and he walked up doing like this <laughs> motion, and I uh, got all the way in dugout, and he's like. Still, no, nothing. Nope. And he threw his gloves down, and then Guriel finally said, "Nah." Yeah. Oh yeah, Dooley's got to come in. Yeah. But like, oh yeah. If anybody wants to give uh, Ken Giles a hard time lately, though, uh, he's only okay. Consider this: he's only given up two runs all season. Uh, he has not given up a run since April sixth, 
And uh, this month, uh, hitters are have, uh, have a 143 batting average. He's uh, in 94 total pitches, 70 or strike, pretty good percentage. Now, sure, he doesn't have that many strikeouts. Uh, he only has uh, that could be a good thing. Yeah, he, yeah, he may be pitching more the way like I rather see a bunch of uh, zeros than see Ken Giles one inning or strike outside, uh, but he gives up uh, uh, two homers. Yeah, exactly. I rather I rather much see lower strikeout totals and more zeros across the board. But like, yeah, he has uh, he has only three strikeouts this month in about eight innings. Uh, how many total batters has he faced? Does it tell me that here? No, unfortunately it does not. I have to do more digging. But anyway, yeah, uh, eight innings, uh, four hits, one run, and three strikeouts in this uh, entire month of April. So that's encouraging. That's really encouraging. Yeah. And before we go too much into today's game, I wanted to talk a little bit about yesterday's game. Mm-hmm. It was the Astros basically gave that one away. It was charity. The way they made the uh, base running mistake, Springer made that mistake, mm-hmm. and then uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, Marwin Gonzalez uh, drove in. I think Marwin drove in. I think it was McCann or somebody. And but then they uh, they rounded uh, second base and then they threw out yeah. Marwin. So I uh, and there's just some pitches that. Uh, oh, the umpire kept on calling oh, a high strike yeah. up and into Altuve and. It was just a weird game, and it was. And then you had, uh, then you had what's his name, Smith, come in and give up four runs. Well, and then, uh, then like that one at bat, Springer like smoked the ball. Right. Cozart got it. I was like, dang you, Cozart. Yeah, it just like it was a weird, weird game, and uh, the I think the Astros kind of gave that one away with yeah. their face running mistakes and the umpire. I think I know we're not supposed to say. Oh, uh, the umpires, they're not perfect. We're sp- we're not supposed to criticize them too much, but those were some mistakes. I can tell from standing behind Altuve, if a, if somebody backs up like that, that means it's coming up at them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all I have to say is robo-umps. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those games I was like, all right, the ump is clearly, okay, this is kind of game five-esque. You know, the umpire is not calling them good. Good, good calls. Like it's just, yeah, it's just, it was just a weird game. It was, you know, I will say though, I will say, you hear Ramirez all this talking spring training, like, oh, Brian McCann hit, can't hit any, uh, anymore. Well, yeah, he's hitting. Well, okay, uh, guys, we want to hear your thoughts, uh, and we would like actual phone call. It'd be nice to talk to other people besides Cody. It gets kind of boring every once in a while. But don't, don't get me wrong, we love the sound of our voices, but we much rather hear some other voices too. Right. So, uh, guys, if you want to call in, it's three four seven eight five zero. Eight eight two three, I repeat three four seven eight five zero eight eight two three, and we can take your phone call, and we will not hang up on you unless you um, unless you say something stupid, then we'll probably hang up on you. No no blasphemous talk about Jose Altuve, not not be tolerated. (laughs) No slander about Josh Wright would not be tolerated. Yeah, and uh, and just looking here real quick, when did Anderson Simmons become a hitter? Well, uh, last year. And I actually drafted him in the league, and I dropped him last night for Josh Bell because I I regretted dropping Josh Bell Mm because I'm like, he's going to come back and hit 30 homers, and I'm going to regret it. So I have Swanson, and I have Simmons, so let me go ahead and do that. So, But um, what were we talking about before the the phone promo? Uh, We were just talking about – we were mentioning Brian McCann hitting. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so here's where I want to caution you. Homeboy did this last year. 
Mm-hmm. He had a great start to first, the season. Great first half, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he definitely needs to beat All-Star starter over uh, Saldivar Perez. I think I wrote about it. And then all of a sudden, he just died down, calmed down. And so I did get clarification about the um, – uh, or did we do it on air? I'm not sure. Uh, about Dan McCann's contract. Oh, uh, oh I think yes, because uh, I did read it. He he is. Uh, it's a vesting option yeah. if he gets a thousand plate appearances between 2018 and two, two, 2017, 2018. That's not happening because last year he had what was it, three three ninety uh, three ninety nine last year. Yeah, you have to think it'll probably be anywhere from probably it's be a lot less because Max Dassey is playing more often. You, you're probably. Uh, probably looking on the conservative side of things, you're probably looking at 350 play appearances, probably. And don't forget, he he only played in he actually only appeared in 97 games last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did miss that. Um, I I want to say it was a mo- no. He missed that one time where um, Centeno came up. And yeah, uh, I, the concussion, I think it was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, yeah, that's right. Because he, both then he both he and Gaddis have concussions like then about yeah. a couple weeks of each other. And so I don't remember who we had catching, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, so, uh, yeah, I I think the plan this year was anyway not to have him catch that much, so he'll be more rested uh, down the stretch. But yeah, he looks good. Max mm-hmm. Tassi looks good. Mm-hmm. Catching is not a problem for now. But JT Ryumoto will be available at some point this year if needed. But I just don't think the Astros need a catcher at this moment. Now, if they're looking for 2019, yes, Mm -hmm. because McCann will likely not. He'll he'll probably ride off into the sunset. uh, You think he'll retire? Eh, He may. He may. He's been around for a while. Uh, He's He's uh, only 30. He's uh he is thirty four years old, so eh, he may. I stick think around. the Astros may sign him for a two short, years. Yeah, a short like two, two years, two year, maybe ten million a year. You can tell he definitely enjoys being here. Right. Yeah, he definitely he's loosened up a little bit. He when he first came up, he had something up his yeah, you know what, but yeah. now he's it's, he's joking around, and I think he even participated in the um the the handshake thing today with Altuve. Yeah, and so. yeah, you you can tell he enjoys. I think he just enjoys playing with these guys. And, you know, it just kind of speaks also to just the atmosphere of the Astros clubhouse. You know, all these young guys come up. Fun atmosphere. They win. Fun atmosphere. You know, so especially when you get on these older teams with veterans, kind of like, no offense to the Yankees, but the Yankees three or four years ago, it was a bunch of older guys on the decline. Still decent, but, you know, you can just tell they weren't having fun. Right. And and that and that's a big thing in any job. It's like you got to have fun while you do it. So. So all right, so let's talk about Otani before we move on from yesterday's game. Were you overly impressed? Uh, in some instances, I was. I think. Uh, Did you get a, a chance to watch it? I watched it. I caught some of the highlights of it. Okay. I haven't had a chance to watch this whole performance yet. I'll probably do that this weekend, honestly. Did but, you record it or? Uh, MLB TV. Okay. Yeah, I can go back and rewatch any game I want. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, damn blackout restrictions. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Otani. There's certain times I'm like, this guy's electric. But then there's like, there's times I'm like, okay, if that splitter's not working, he's kind of hittable. Like, right. it, it, it all really hinges on that splitter. And um, and you also have to kind of question where his durability is. I think a little. Is he going to be a guy that can go more than five or six innings ever? And you know. 
is is kind of the you you have to start wondering the, the book on Tony now is just kind of like get him to that you know second maybe starting going on third time through the order is that when you can pounce on him and that type of deal yeah he he threw 101 miles per hour to Reddick I think twice yeah something like that and he's got the stuff and uh, I think they went out to the mound one time and they looked to see if his blister was yeah. bothering him but he said no or. They told him to tough up, yeah, toughen up, and just pitch. But uh, the Moises Alou treatment. So I think that was the first time all year, not necessarily just with the Astros and Angels, but I think that's the first time that they've used up all the mound visits. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, I think the language barrier is uh, was something to do with it. Yeah, I think so too. And also, uh, they use a lot of mound visits just to get through that eighth inning i think it yeah, was where uh-huh. they had bases loaded and mm-hmm. one out and something like that yeah it, they really i'll be quite honest that that second game of the series could have went either way it right. easily ends like once again they didn't use that cozart that's what we could say about game five of the world series dude uh that's true that could have been a momentum changer if we didn't win that game uh-huh. we didn't have the momentum uh-huh. going into game seven and yeah. so yeah no, what no game six, six. No, like, six we got swept well, we either way i think we got shut out right uh six. no we lost three to one uh, okay springer's solo home run was the that's only right, reason that's right. yeah yeah but like yeah it's seriously one of those games where it's like you know, momentum changes, you know, yeah. lose game five. You have to win two games in a row in Los Angeles. Woo! Woohoo! Sorry, Eric Gordon just hit a long three-pointer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, so I'm glad the Astros were able to do something at Otani. And there was a lot of um, people there, obviously, just to watch Otani. Because, oh, yeah. Um, it was just a different atmosphere there. You had some of those... They're not bells. It's like uh, it's like you put coins in a bottle and you shake it. And, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. And so we saw some of those. And when Otani left, they there was like a standing ovation, not from Astros fans. It was just all the people coming to watch him. Oh yeah. I'm sure he drew from Japan. I'm sure he drew from uh, L.A. because they still want to watch every start. And so there's a lot of. People there, well, I think, who are not Astros fans. Oh, well, don't forget uh, that um, Houston's a, got a large Asian community, yeah. and they and they know who Otani right, yeah. is. So, that's, and I'll be honest, if I was a fan, I'd be like, like this dude looks good. I'm an Astros fan, but I'm like, I appreciate good ball players when I see them. Yeah. So, yeah, Otani. I think that once he gets more experience, I think he'll look. Uh, he'll be a pretty good pitcher. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be a Cy Young Award winner and an MVP ever because he's not going to ever hit enough to really do it, but he could open the door to future players and mm-hmm. maybe at some point the Astros may have to consider doing something like that with AJ Reed, not on the same scale, but if he doesn't hit as well, you can have him as a reliever, but also have him as a pinch hitter. Mm-hmm. So that's just, I mean, not, that could be like with all these um, in the last draft. I think we had a lot of two-way players. Uh, I can't remember their names. Oh, uh, one was Brandon McKay. Yeah. He's with the Rays. Poor Rays. Just have to say that. But anyway, but yeah, AJ Reed would be an interesting uh, experiment on that front. I'll be, I, I pay good money to go see. Can that. you imagine a team without Brian McCann and Evan Gaddis next year, and Marlon Gonzalez, hmm. and Dallas Keuchel? Oh, that, that is tough. That is tough. I will say this, though. I think the most likely... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Charlie Morton. Oh, yeah. 
You better keep Charlie Morin, uh, uh, Jeff Luno. You better keep Charlie Morin. Um, but he sucked yesterday. He didn't even last, what, three innings, four innings? Four innings, but his middle name is – he's literally Charlie F. Morin. I'm I not know. getting rid of the guy. Uh, uh, I thought it was hilarious, though. I don't know if you saw it on TV, but um, – uh, when I was watching the game, they uh, they kept on getting Peacock up in the second inning. Mm-hmm. They kept on getting Peacock up, then he'll get in double play. Third inning, he'll get Peacock up, and then they'll hit in double play. Then fourth inning, same thing. Yeah. So it's, it, I, I think I put it on Climbing Towns Hill. I'm like, play on, Charlie, uh, uh, yeah. CFM. Yeah, it's like one of those things. I'm sure Peacock was going like, all right, guys. Oh, oh, oh he got out of it. Great. great. Oh, I guess I'll sit back down. Uh, uh, he'd be like, well, guys, you know my arms only got so many warm-up pitches before, uh, you know, you're going to have to just scratch me at this point. But, uh, but yeah, it was um, – uh, I, can't, I can't really imagine this. Okay, this is going to sound – okay, I'm not sure how this is going to sound at all. But I do think the two you can talk to him at Cody uh, underscore CTH. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you can. And if you say something I disagree with, uh, we'll have a constructive conversation. But anyway, um, I do think the two most likely Astros of that group you just mentioned that'll be back next year is Brian McCann and Charlie Morton. I think those are because they're the oldest. The, uh, <laughs> oldest. And they want to chase another ring. Yeah, chase another ring, and plus, plus yeah, they're both comfortable here. Yeah. And, Dallas Keiko, I think, could probably be a don't don't yell at me, Astros fans, but he could probably be a star somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it just it's not that Astros fans uh, don't give him the respect. I just don't think Major League Baseball or just the I guess ESPN they just don't really give him the credit and for what where he's come from and he's he won the 2015 Cy Young Award. Right, like that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> After how he started his career in 2013 and 2014, that was really impressive. And I remember when they said they, he no, he wasn't opening day starter that year. It was Feldman, right? Uh, 2015 was uh no, it was Keiko that year. I think I think they because he had because we had nobody else. Yeah, well, he had that really a good 2014. Uh, him and Q, that was kind of the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking of 2014. Yeah, okay. uh, Feldman started two thousand. Feldman started uh, the first game of two thousand and fourteen, right. and that's right because Bud Norris started twenty thirteen. Oh my gosh, we were terrible, <laughs> weren't we? Uh, yeah. And when the heck did Preston Wilson start working for the Astros? I know, right? I thought he burned that bridge I mean, when they got him like twelve years ago. I know he was uh, on MLB Network, and then a few days later he's with Julia. I'm like, oh. I guess he got. Fired or something, or maybe the Astros came along and said, "Hey, well, you want to be an analyst for us? Here, here's money." So uh, I know he, I thought he was doing stuff for the Marlins as well. He was yeah. doing the MLB Network thing, but maybe that was just during off season. And well, I thought, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I thought he was like involved with the Cardinals in some sort of like shape or fashion, like you know, just a couple of years ago. Because no, oh, maybe he's yeah. giving us advice. Well, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. just way is uh, Hackgate 2.0. Like, oh, that'll be that'll be something. Pre- the pre- Backgate. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. So anyway, moving on. So uh, today's game. What can you say when you need somebody to give you a W? You you asked uh, Justin Verlander. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get to watch the game because I was at work. But um, from what I understand, he was in control for the first. Five innings, yeah, no he, hitter or something. Yeah, like I was at work too, so I didn't get the uh, pleasure of watching the game in full. But yeah, he, from what I could gather, like you know, in between meetings and whatever, he 
he controlled the game like seven innings, four hits, two runs, nine strikeouts. Of course, the home run again. And, you know, if he has any weakness, is he is prone to the occasional long ball. And oh my goodness, it was Albert Pujols. What the? I know. Uh, so uh, the first hit was in the fifth inning uh, to freaking Zach Cozart, who wrote Dang you cut for Zach Cozart. And then um, his two twenty six batting average. Yeah, and then uh, later on, geez, he has a lot of strikeouts. I'm just looking at the summary. Uh, da, 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 Mike Trout and da, da, then Albert Pujols. So uh, this is what happens in the uh, seventh inning. We had um, Mike Trout was called out on strikes, and then Justin Upton uh, grounds out to first baseman Marlon Gonzalez. And then we're like, okay, we got the old-timey. Albert pulls up and he hits this freaking homer. Where'd it go? Let me look at it real quick. Yeah. Uh, another thing I just realized too is uh, outside. Oh, that was a cheapie. It was just barely over. Ah. It, was, it wasn't that That moon wasn't shot. like the moonshot. Moon yeah, that wasn't like the moonshot. Let's see this. Berliner's like, I got this, I got this. That's a that's a game five home run right there. That's a line drive, like right. It's barely clear to wall. Yeah, it just barely. Uh, so yeah. um, I don't know if I told you this, but yesterday I was at the game and Albert Pools came up with the bases loaded, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom now. I don't want to. <laughs> it's just I don't know if I have Brad Lidgeitis. I just didn't really want to be there at the moment, and he ended up popping up to Marwin, I think, but. That's not the point. It just we we have so many memories of him. And my wife the other day, uh, she didn't even know that Pulse was still playing. She's like, "What is he? 50? I'm like, "Well, he debuted in 2001." Oh, did you hear? Though there was a Baseball America article, I think, either yesterday or Monday, and they essentially said, "Yeah, we think Pulse is like two years older than what he actually is." So he's like 30. He they're saying he's actually 38. Oh, he's. He's technically listed as 38 years old. But he's probably 40. But he's probably 40. You know, I can't – I didn't have a chance to read the article. I just saw it online a little bit, the title and Does stuff. Does Pulse know that he's 40, or is it – I don't – they kind of uh, – the, the comments I kind of read, they said it was kind of alluded to that kind of knew about it. But, you know, at the same time, too, I'm like – Well, that's what they uh, do in the international league yeah. is to get – Drafted, uh, they say they're two years younger, mm-hmm. so they seem more appealing. But, but in Pujols' case, though, it wouldn't matter if he was two years older or not. Yeah. It would have been like he's you, you still go. Yeah, would you agree? Awesome. Uh, we're gonna get off Pujols in a second, but would you agree that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah, he he is. He is. I, I don't see how you can have him as a first ballot. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. He's caused many hurts in my life, but you have to. Re- uh, you have to respect the game. You have to respect the game. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Ed at the game yesterday, and he's like, you would think that uh, Pujols has really crushed the Astros, but he only has like two-something, 240 batting average for his career. But it, And I said it's the big hits he gets, he, the, he, mm-hmm. the homers. And I think he's hit the most homers at Mid-Maid Park in his uh, lifetime. And yeah, I'm actually about to pull up some of these splits, but we won't stick on Pujols for long. But, yeah, I know what you, I know what you mean. Like, it's – it's the big hits. Uh, let's see. Career numbers. Career numbers. There we go. There we go. All right. Let's see. Let's see. If you hold on with me for just a second. Uh, yeah. Uh, career uh, batting average against the Astros. Okay. He's got 288, 371, 520. Uh, oh, that's better than that. Slash line. 891 OPS, but still not like even the best. Um, ironically, though, 
Yeah, but uh, you know, you need to thank the Angels and the Cardinals for this. He's faced the Astros more than any other team he's ever faced. Um, let's see, Minute Maid Park, shall we? Uh, Minute Maid, Minute Maid, Minute Maid. Yeah, two seventy three, three fifty four, ninety five, eight forty five OPS. But he has thirty uh, thirty home runs at Minute Maid Park. Thirty flipping home runs. Apparently, Lance McCullers is at the uh, Rockets game right now, and he's wearing his World Series ring around his neck. <laughs> uh, is it waiting on his neck? Is he like hunched over? Oh no, no, he's not there. He, I think he's just watching. He's just saying. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It looks like there's a pool table in the background. Oh, he's probably yeah chilling at his uh, probably chilling. Oh at yeah, his there pad. looks like Dallas Keuchel in the background. So yeah, they're chilling at somebody's pad. Anyway. So uh, all right. So let's get back to the Astros. Um, we have day off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, not that the bullpen has been overtaxed, but it'll be good to have day off. Oh um, yeah, day off. Days off always feel nice. Okay, so we're going to be facing the Athletics. The Athletics are better than we think they are. Um, they they have a great offense. Uh, their pitching is tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Sean Manea threw that no hitter the other day, but. Um, the Athletics are 13-11 and 11 on the season. Mm-hmm. And it's, everybody except for the freaking Rangers in the West are above 500. Oh, yeah. The AOS, you know, as much crap as we like to give some of the other teams, the Angels are a good team. The Mariners aren't that bad. Uh, and, okay, I'll say, don't say they're a good team. Yeah, and the Athletics are, uh, the athletics are a team on the rise. Uh, because Oakland, Oakland, yes, Oakland – has the highest F war of any offense in baseball so far, six point two wins. They also have the second highest WRC plus of one twenty four, only trailing the Yankees at one twenty six. Their offense is for real, and somehow Jed Lowry has an OPS over a thousand. Like you know, he's got like a one point zero six seven OPS. Like you know what? What Jed Lowry? Like uh, you know, the guy just hits. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just hits. But yeah, the athletics are actually pretty decent. If they ever get some decent pitching, you know, that'll be that'll be something. That'll be uh, you know, that'll be that'll be good for them. That'll, you, know, <laughs> you know, they probably still wish they were like, oh, maybe we should hang on to Sunny Gray now. So, but anyway, no, Sunny Gray is not Sunny Gray anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think not he, so Sunny anymore. He pitched okay today, but I just I Sunny, I'm glad we didn't go for. I know my Jeremy Booth from Talking Strohs. Um, was a really big Sonny Gray guy, and maybe if he came here, he would have been mm. kind of like a Garrett Cole type. Yeah, but I, I, I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we didn't get you Darvish because if we would have got you Darvish or Sonny Gray, we would not have gone after uh, Justin Verlander. And Justin Verlander was the best thing that could happen for the Astros, and mm-hmm. we see exactly what he's doing. Remember how bad he started last year? That's oh, because yeah. he was playing for a team that he that they knew was that sucked. No, no, mo- no motivation. Like right. it's like you know, very little motivation. It's like he knew the Tigers weren't going to really compete. So and they knew that they probably couldn't trade him because of his high contract. Yeah. And, well, it was telling when nobody claimed him off waivers, and the Rockets got to start doing something. It's early, and they typically come back in the fourth quarter. There, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there was you it go. Eric Gordon again? Uh, I think it was, was it. No, Tucker. Yeah, it was Tucker. All right. Yeah, not Kyle Tucker. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. not Kyle Tucker. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that earlier. Uh, let's talk about left field. Uh, we did have Derek Fisher get his first um, homework yesterday, and it was a, it was not a cheapie. It wasn't Albert Poole's cheapie. It was right by the Ivy Wall, straight mm-hmm. center, and it was a blast. And it was. So, uh 
I'm not giving him a pass. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give him a total pass because of that homer, but that maybe he's on the right track. And then the next uh, bat, he did a uh, drag bunt, which was classic. And the way he did it, it was just awesome as well. And it seems like we're having mic issues. So it's, it just seems like it keeps on going in and out, but oh well. Huh. Well, yeah, like real quick, though, just on left field, Astros left field as a team, 104 WRC+. plus. They're roughly... You know, that's a little bit above average. They're roughly middle of the pack. If you want to do any comparisons, think about this. Angels, WRC plus from uh, left field, 102. Mariners, 101. Yankees, yes, the almighty Yankees. Uh, 99 WRC plus, good for 15th in baseball, all, uh, all their left fielders combined. So, yeah, Nationals could be doing better in left field, but it's not exactly, oh, my gosh, what a black hole. It's it's okay. It could be better, but you know, I'm. It's, no, it's not okay. It's you're not. Okay. You're not the Colorado Rockies who all their left fielders combined have a 33 WRC plus. Well, they brought up Dahl and now and um, Gonzalez is on the DL, but I think he plays right field though. But. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those things where you just kind of like one of the Cardinals, the All My Cardinals who turn out pros, uh, who turn out major league players out of nothingness. Uh, 49 WRC plus for left fielder. So you know it's. It's all relative, but you know, I'm, 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 you know, the left field situation could be better, but at the same time, too, it's not like you know, it's not, it's not, it's not like a, it's not like what would be a good example. It's not like how our space was for us for like seven years. Uh, don't bring up Brett <laughs> Wallace and Carlos. Uh, hey, Jesus Guzman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's that? Who's that one uh, Mexican lead player we signed out? Oh um, yeah, the big fat dude. Yeah, and, uh, it's like he never he, made it. He he only pl- appeared like in two spring training games, and I, I remember they kept, I know they were kind of bragging about like, well, he can hit down there. It's like, yeah, but he's like three hundred fifty pounds. I'm not sure how this is going to work, and sure enough, it didn't. All right, so uh, I know a lot of people are calling for Kyle Tucker, and Kyle Tucker will be. I think the more the outfielders struggle, he will be up here at some points here. Oh yeah, but if you look at his. Um, at bats right now in uh, 74 at bats, he only has one homer, nine RBIs. He does have two two stolen bases. Mm-hmm. He has struck out 16 times. He has a 270 batting average, 752 OPS. Not bad, but it's not screaming. Carlos Correa or George Springer or, or Alex, Alex Bregman, mm-hmm. call me up. I'm ready. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where you're like you like to see him get, and this is a big reason why they sent him to AAA, because you know a lot of people after spring training was like uh, hollering for him like put him on the team now he's obviously ready. Spring training doesn't really mean jack, you know. I'm not saying there's could be breakouts in spring training. It's ha- happened before, but but you know this is the reason you get, you send him to Fresno. Don't forget he's only twenty. He just turned twenty one years old about a little over three months ago. There, this isn't like he's a 24, 23, 24 year old prospect. You're just like, oh, is he finally going to come up now? It's like, you know, give him time. He solid, solid numbers in AAA, but, you know, like I said, you just got to give him time. You know, who's heating up in the minors is Jordan Alvarez. He hit his fourth mm-hmm. homer tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, he's batting, what is it, uh, 277 with uh, 900 OPS. And he's got 18 RBIs already, mm-hmm. and they just started their season like yeah. a week and a half ago or something. Well, and that's like Miles Straw for uh for the hook. He's not batting 400 anymore. No, 393, still quite good. 998 OPS, still quite good. Uh, he's uh, 
actually. Uh, he's not going to have much power. He has zero home runs on the season. Actually, he's over two with two strikeouts today, so he's down to three seventy. Oh, three oh three seventy five. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, but yeah, he's not going to have much power. But you know, he started off really strong. Um, you know, there's been a couple guys that've been worth uh, that been that been pretty good. Alrighty, it appears we have a phone call. Yay! All right, so are you on? Uh, good evening. Uh, how you doing? What's your name? Uh, this is uh, Lou from Jersey, your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Oh, hey, what's up, Lou? What's going on? All right, signed up with the show here. Uh, you know, I was it was kind of surprising because when um, you know when in spring training, you know, Otani had had a miserable outing, and but but you are right, spring training doesn't really mean a thing. It doesn't it doesn't predict. How your season's gonna go? A lot of people think that is not true, though. But I kind of thought, but I wasn't really expecting to improve this much over the lousy spring training that he had. Yeah, especially with the bat, because I remember yeah. with the bat, he he just Ew. was like striking out left and right. But I think with the bat, you're gonna see him be more of a streaky hitter. Like he had that those three game stretch where he hit three homers in a row mm-hmm. because right. he's only playing what. Uh, three games offensively a week, Something and like it's that. hard to get uh, here, here's a momentum a going. How is he? How is he allowed though to both pitch and bat? And he's in the American League because generally you don't do that in the American League. So why is he getting away with this? Well, it's not like at the same time. So like if he's pitching, he's not going to go ahead and hit that game unless um, they're playing in the National League park, and he'll have to. But uh, yeah. Because that would be against the rules because you couldn't um, – Right. Uh, yeah, that would just be too confusing, and they would yeah. have to sacrifice a DH on that game. And- yeah, it's, uh, they wouldn't uh, – go ahead. Yeah, because generally, you know, in the American League, you know, pitchers – you don't pitch, you know, and bat. Right. No. And that's, and that's but, kind of the uh, thing with Otani. They made the exception in his case. Well, he's supposed to be that two-way star, and that, that's what they're trying to – I'm not saying they're trying to create this type of player, but we haven't had this player since Babe Ruth. And so they're going to see if this mm, if this will fly. 72, really. Yeah. And yeah, it's just going to be – like Otani was kind of bragged about all offseason as the Japanese Babe Ruth, this two-way phenom. Yeah. And mm. teams – that that was kind of the that was kind of the thing when uh, he kind of uh, uh, taught the different teams was he wanted to see what their plans were for him. Some teams I think were more sold on him as a pitcher than a hitter or other way around. It just uh, there's there's some interesting articles from a few national writers uh, throughout the off season that had some good insight on that. But but yeah, the Angels were about I think they were one of the handful of teams that were kind of like this is our legit plan. We're willing to go to the six day ro- uh, six man rotation, which a lot of teams I don't think were willing to do. And then along with the, the Astros, fact, definitely not with Verlander no. and Keiko, and you need yeah. them going every Special day. Over. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. Some teams I think they were kind of balking at that, kind of going, "Well, we can't really upset our guys." who have been here for a while versus a guy, yeah, as for as talented as Otani is, they're kind of like, we can't really put the rest of the team, we can't put Otani before the rest of the team just because we want to sign him. All right, so uh, yeah. we got about three minutes left in the show. You got any comments about the Astros and how they look this year? Or mm, Astros, I'd say, Astros are coming around. I don't, I don't see really um, putting the nail in the coffin right now. 
I mean, some are predicting a uh, rematch of the American League uh, Championship. Well, we'll we'll see. All right. Yeah, we'll 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 see about that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for your call, Lou. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, so, yeah, I wish that it notified me when – or it beeped or something because I don't yeah. know how long he was on hold. Yeah, we apologize, Because I was going back and forth looking at stats and yeah. everything, then I happened to look. Yeah. And we, yeah, Lou, if you're still listening, we apologize if you had a long wait or anything. Uh, yeah, we're – yeah, we're just still trying to get used to some of the software on that. Anyway, so uh, the we're playing athletics, and then the uh, the Yankees are coming in for four games, right? I believe so, yes. Because I know they have Thursday game, and so um, this is the first batch of good teams we've really faced. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the Mariners are kind of iffy, but the, they're the only team we faced before the Angels, who had a record yes. above 500. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I knew this would be a tough stretch. To get one game versus Angels is kind of disappointing. But, uh, yeah, we do play four games starting on Monday. And Against the Yankees in uh... – yeah, then they go back on the road for a while. Yeah, I think I only have tickets one of those games. and um, But anyway, I'm going to enjoy the crap out of that one game I'm going to because it's not that often you get to go to see the Yankees play. So exactly. anyway, uh, so I think the I think the Astros are going to take care of business in Oakland. I don't care how good their offense is. I think the Astros pitching is that much better. Mm-hmm. I know Charlie Morton's uh, – I know he's probably not going to face them, but I know – uh, we had Garrett Cole and Charlie Morton look kind of human. Yeah. And but uh, I th- I still think this rotation is good enough to really get uh, to just sweep the A's, the Yankees. That's gonna be a good uh, test on the Astros pitching. I'll, I'll, I'll be quite honest. I'll be pleased with a two-two split in that series. So the good news is we will start off. No, we won't. Never shoot. I was gonna say we're gonna start off with uh, Verlander on the mound, but he pitched today. Yeah. So we're gonna start off with uh, it would be Morton. Yeah. So that's kind of poetic. Poetic. Yeah, uh, so it definitely anyway. is. Anyway, guys, you've been listening to the CTH podcast with Eric and Cody. Uh, go ahead and uh, go to Climbing Towns Hill, and let's keep on talking some Astros baseball. Go Astros. <laughs>